Welcome to Not Another Fucking Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about the four inner child wounds that we all carry. Yes, you heard me. We all carry. I don't care who you think you are or why you think you're exempt, but every single one of us has some really, really old wounds that we carry inside of us right now that are affecting the quality of our relationships. So hang out with me, grab your drink, your water, your soda, whatever it is that you are sipping on, and let's chat. When I discovered that I was an inner child healing coach, I realized that we have really old wounds that we carry within us. And I didn't know or fully put together that those wounds have the ability to really destroy any sort of security, self-love, quality of relationships. Like I honestly had no idea. And when I started to like really dive deep into the wounds and to see why a lot of us are lashing out, why we're tired, why we feel confused and misunderstood, it all stemmed back to the four common wounds. And I just started to share this with my clients, started to speak about it a little bit more on Instagram. And I feel like this is information for us to have that is so important because once we have a sense of awareness regarding this issue, there is a sense of control that we can start to take over it. It doesn't have to be our death sentence. The ways that we respond, the ways that we shut down, they don't have to be our reality. We can choose to make those changes. We can choose to be happier people. We can choose to heal ourselves in order to heal our relationships. So I just really want you to know that as you're listening to this, if you feel a little bit of a stinger, like, ouch, is she talking about me? I want you to know that we all feel this way and we all have these things. And this is not for you to judge. This is not for you to kick yourself. This is not for you to jump into a shame spiral. This is just information for you to have in order for you to make the change that you want. So the first one that I want to start with is the abandonment wound. The abandonment wound is when we are left when we are young, right? When either our parent or caregiver passes away or when they leave and they don't come back or when someone we love leaves and they don't come back, it triggers the abandonment wound. And the way that it shows up for us in relationships is we are going to feel FOMO, the fear of missing out. We are going to take it personal when we are not invited to situations. We're going to feel like, what is it with me? Am I unworthy? What's going on? Why didn't I get the invitation? What's wrong with me? It's going to trigger the feeling of nobody wants me. Nobody loves me. And why am I not included again? Am I not good enough? Is there something that they see about me that I don't see? Am I a terrible person? These are some of the internal questions that we ask subconsciously without even realizing it that can take us into a tailspin of hurt and sadness and negativity. And if we don't stop it in its tracks, it, it can just take us down for weeks. Another part of the abandonment wound is codependency and when I looked at this, it really reminded me of myself and how I was creating a codependent home, how I was creating children and a husband and, you know, people who needed to walk on eggshells around me. If I was in a bad mood, 
the whole house is in a bad mood. If my husband was in a bad mood, the whole house was in a bad mood. And that is codependency. It's depending on the other person's mood, on what they're feeling and taking it as our own. Not only that, but making it our responsibility to fix it. And here's what I want to tell you about this, my friends. Everybody is responsible over their own emotions. If they are happy, they are happy. If they are sad, they are sad. That sadness is not for you to carry. It's, it's not for you to take away. It's not for you to heal. It's for them to sit in whatever feeling they are feeling and you keep moving on with your merry ass life. And I'm saying that because I had subconsciously created this and I felt a little bit of shame and hurt over the fact that I didn't realize that when I walked in the room, everybody kind of sits a little straighter. Everyone jumps up to grab something, to clean something. And it brought me back to my root. You know that I love to chase the root. The root is that is what I grew up in. I grew up in a home where we need to do what we're supposed to do. And if someone's in a bad mood, we better be quiet and whisper and avoid eye contact at all costs because if not, all hell was going to break loose. And that is what I was creating. But I'm saying this in a way where I want you to know that we will all carry on these cycles, even if we say, when I grow up, I'm not going to live my life that way. When I grow up, I won't be like my mother or like my father. We are products of our environment, whether we like it or not. All we can do is sit with ourselves, find out why we feel like other people should walk on eggshells around us or why we feel like we should walk on eggshells around them and really just be comfortable with our emotions. And understanding that, I think that's the first step. The first step is just seeing that people can have what they have and the experience is theirs. And you can still have a good day if someone else is having a bad day in your home. Allowing people to live in their own experience is huge. And being able to tell yourself, you know what, I'm still okay. They're mad, they're upset, but I'm still okay. And we're going to keep moving forward. And once they are ready to go and fix that and heal that within themselves, then we can all come back together as a happy family. Another abandonment wound that a lot of us are carrying is that of trust. When we have a trust wound, it's because our parent or our adult caregiver, whoever raised us, did not show up for us when we need them. They did not protect us when we asked for protection. Maybe we came and talked to our caregiver about something that was happening to us at school or something that happened to us within the family and they didn't know how to respond or they didn't respond in the way that we wanted them to. It's like the failure of protection. And I want to tell you that this is a really deep cut. The one of trust is really, really deep because if because the world then becomes a scary place, if mom or dad could not, did not protect you, then who in the hell will? The world suddenly becomes so big and so scary and knowing that we're living in a place where we are completely on our own, which is what our internal dialogue will tell us, is what keeps us stuck. It's going to make us not trust other people. It's going to make us make excuses for other people about their behavior or make excuses about why they're not trustworthy. It's going to make us look for problems where there are no problems. We are going to be looking at everyone with like this question in our head, like, hmm, 
Is this person real? Are, is, are, are their intentions good? Even if they have proven to be trustworthy to you, we're going to push them away in that sense because no one's safe. And I want you to know that if this is a wound that you have, the way to start healing this is to really look inside and see that you can have your own back, that you can stand up for yourself, that you can make yourself a priority because you can, because you're not dependent on anyone else anymore. When we are growing up, we, our survival is completely dependent on our parents, on our caregivers. As adults, we are in charge of our survival. But when we are wounded, when we are living in that again, as adults, we don't know the difference. We don't know the difference between survival or living. We truly don't. A lot of us will just continuously live in that survival mode of being completely armored up, having your wall up, ready to fight, ready to run, ready to people, please. Let's think about our survival skills. That's what's going to happen. So this is all for information, all for us to get curious and not to judge ourselves. And when we have that trust wound, we are going to project that onto other people. But it's so important to regain that control over your life by saying, you know what, they may not be trustworthy and I may not have control over how they show up, but I have control over me and over the fact that I can keep my own trust, I can keep my own word, and I can be there for myself. The third wound is that of neglect. This one is if we have been raised with a caregiver who didn't have time for us, maybe they were too busy raising 10 other kids, or maybe they were too busy raising other people's kids, or maybe they were too busy at work. That is going to trigger the feeling of neglect. I am not being taken care of. My emotional needs are not being met. And it, of course, can be, you know, basic human needs of food, water, shelter. But neglect is going to trigger the feeling of I'm all alone in this world and I have to figure it out myself. And if you are carrying that neglect wound, I want you to know that it's going to be really difficult for you to find your voice. Our voice almost feels like it leaves us. Like we will bite our tongue when we are in rage. We will completely oppress our feelings and not let them out because we never really had a space to share when we were growing up because the person that took care of us was too busy. So we didn't have a choice. Like there was no one to go and talk to about these things. But if you are dealing with that neglect wound, I want you to really look internally and ask yourself or how you're feeling if you're feeling like you have some built-in rage because people with a neglect wound like have this like volcano of rage inside of them that's ready to explode that not a lot of people see. They might explode on themselves. They might, you know, run into their room and scream. There's so much emotion that's just locked inside of a cave that is not released. And it's just so bad for our health. It's so bad in so many ways, in so many ways, as far as like blood pressure, anxiety, headaches, like imagine holding on to something so tightly and letting it build and build and build until we explode. Then what does that trigger? Guilt. Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I blew up on you. Like it's just a cycle and understanding that that neglect wound is truly about and healing it is truly about finding your voice 
and using your voice and being comfortable with your emotions. Because when we have to deal with our own emotions ourselves growing up, we don't know what they mean. We look at others for guidance. Hey, this is a feeling I'm having. What's it like? Where did that feeling come from? Oh, you're scared. You're worried. You know, whatever it is, our parents will try to help us through those things. But when we are growing up, we don't know. So we leave it up to our own interpretation and we start to push people away because of that. And we become master people pleasers. If you have the neglect wound, chances are you are probably doing a lot of people pleasing. And it's because we're just constantly trying to figure out what everybody else wants. But the last person that we think about is ourselves. I want you to think about the Titanic. Think about Jack and think about Rose. Jack died. Jack drowned in order to save Rose. How many of us, how many of you right now that are listening to this podcast are drowning yourselves to save someone else? I know it's a tough pill to swallow, but we do. We will try and do everything for everyone else to make them comfortable and we are suffering. And this is something that needs to be evaluated and it can be healed with the right person, with the right timing, with understanding and having compassion for yourself and giving yourself grace or so many layers, right? But it can be done. And it will be done. And I know it will because that's why you're here. You come to this podcast because you know that we are on the same page. We think the same way. And I just want you to know to have hope because you can break these cycles and you can heal these childhood wounds. The last childhood wound that we have is guilt. And this comes from growing up. If we were made to feel guilty for having emotions, if we were made to feel guilty for having feelings for being a human being, for crying, for being mad. Like, why are you mad? Like, what's wrong with you? You have a good life. You should be grateful. You shouldn't be crying. Like if we were made to feel guilty over our emotions and our reactions, we are going to carry this wound on with us. So if you find yourself feeling sorry for how you feel, if you find yourself feeling bad for anything that you're going through, like you don't want to burden anybody because you just feel bad. This comes from the guilt wound. We also, people who have the guilt wound, don't like to ask for help because they should be able to figure it out themselves, right? That's the story that they tell themselves. Another thing is that they will use guilt to manipulate. And I know that this sounds harsh, but we are a product of our environment. You've heard me say that a million times. We will use guilt to manipulate because that is what was done to us. And we are simply repeating that cycle. Another thing that the guilty wound does is it makes us afraid to set boundaries. It makes us afraid to set boundaries. And also people with a guilt wound might have a sense of being a victim. We are living in the victim mode. Like, why is this happening to me? Why is this going on with me? What's happening? And that's because we don't really know how to articulate what our feelings are because they were always we were always told they were bad or they were wrong or we should feel guilty over them. A way to heal this is to just 
understand that what you have, your needs, your feelings, and your emotions are simply feelings and emotions, and that asking for help is actually a level, it's a form of self-love. Asking for help is something that we do to alleviate the stress. I want you to think about the times that someone has come to ask you for help. How happy were you to help them? More than likely, you were like, oh yeah, if someone's suffering and they come to you for advice, you're going to drop what you're doing and you're going to help them, right? So why wouldn't they do that for you? Because remember, all of us have those wounds. We may have one, we may have three, we may have two, but we all have them. And the sooner we start to heal and get curious about ourselves is the sooner we start to repair those relationships and end the cycles and really stop the burnout, stop the exhaustion because we are tired. We're carrying so much stuff that's old and we don't even know how to stop it. If this is you, if you are curious about the wounds, if you are curious about how to heal and how to understand your wound, please join me on Monday, March 27th at 1 p.m. I'm going to be hosting a webinar. It's a virtual webinar on Zoom where I'm going to be talking about the wounds as well as how we can heal them and how we start that process. I hope that you join me. I have an offer that expires on Sunday. Uh, the tickets for the webinar are $24.99. That is going to expire in two days. And I love how I'm telling you as if you are supposed to know when two days is, but the offer is going to expire on March 19th, uh, 2023. And you can still, you can still join the webinar, but the, the low price of $24.99 will shoot up to $44.99. You are going to get tools and clarity, and you're going to learn about yourself, and you're going to feel so much better, I promise you. Like, I'm so excited to be sharing this information with you because healing is not as complicated as we make it in our heads. We feel like we have to go on this, like, magical awakening journey, and that is not the case at all, my friends. It starts with self-awareness. You cannot change what you don't know needs to be changed, right? So I'm going to help you hold your hand through it, give you some worksheets. At the end of the webinar, I will stop and uh, ask and wait for questions. If you have any questions about yourself, about how we can really break these cycles, bring everyone. Well, no, not really not bring everyone because it's limited seating. Um, but yeah, save your seat, head over to Instagram. You will see the link in my bio to purchase your seat. You can also head on over to hardourminds.com to get some more information about healing and ways that you can start feeling better today. But until then, I hope I get to see you at the webinar. <sighs> I know I gave you a lot of information. I hope it was helpful. I hope that you see this as something to learn from and grow because that is the whole point of not another fucking podcast. That is the whole point. So thank you for listening. I am going to be recording more of these inner child wounds and more of the things that we don't know we have because that's my favorite thing to do is to teach you about you. I love it. And we're all so different in such a beautiful way, but 
we have similar issues. And the only way that we start the healing journey is to start connecting, start speaking, find your safe people, be vulnerable. I, 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 I know it's a lot, but we can do it. I promise you. So until then, have a beautiful week and I will see you soon. Bye, my friends.